first light of the morning, I can see you floating lying over me. In the first light of the morning. Welcome to America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry and a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for tuning in, dialing in, clicking on the, the little interweb links there. Appreciate you doing that. Share with your friends. Let them know. We're talking today about Stump the Trump. Donald Trump leading the poll. He's got about 30% in some of the, the latest polls up there. Doing very well, is, uh, despite all of the predictions that he would fall. And, and I, honestly, I thought he would. He has not. Second place is Ben Carson, 18%. Did not expect that either. So a very interesting season we have going on. One of the big news items of this week, Donald Trump agreed to sign the pledge that he would not run as a third-party candidate. He would support the eventual Republican nominee. And I tell you what, that is the best news the Republican Party could have hoped for because if Trump had run as a third party, it would have guaranteed a Democrat victory. So the other news that's come out this week is that Donald Trump was asked some questions about world leaders, and he got it wrong. And the headline said Carly Fiorina was asked the exact same questions, and she got it right. This all started on Hugh Hewitt's radio show. Now, if you don't listen to Hugh Hewitt, the guy is smart. He can brain real good, you know? He he just is well-versed. He he is uh, well-read. He understands the issues and probably the smartest guy doing talk radio in the country right now. So Donald Trump was on his show, and he was asked a question about an Iranian general. And frankly, Trump didn't really handle it that well. Are you familiar with General Soleimani? Yes. I, I, go ahead. Give me a little. Go ahead. Tell me. It, well, he runs the Quds forces. Yes. Okay. Right. Do, do you expect and his behavior? I think the Kurds, by the way, have been... Horribly mistreated by us. I no, no the not the Kurds, the, the, the Kurds forces, the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Kurds yes. forces, the bad yes. guys. Okay, Kurds and Kurds do sound a lot alike, especially when you're on a cell phone talking over the radio. I, I understand that mistake. All in all, though, Trump didn't really handle it well. He doesn't have Soleimani down in his mind as this is the Iranian general of Kurds. For, it's not there. Now, eventually, as they had the discussion, Trump figured out, oh, yeah, this is the guy. This is who it is. And he, and he was able to rebound a little. Is think they're the gentleman stop? that was going back and forth with Russia and meeting with Putin? I read something, and that's, that seems to be also where he's at. He's going that's back and forth, meeting with other countries, et cetera, et cetera. That's the guy. And so not do good. you think— Not good for us. And what it shows is a total lack of respect. I mean, that the other countries would even be entertaining him, and they're entertaining him big league, big league. Okay, so on the issue, he's right. It is a lack of respect from Russia. It is a lack of of respect in the international community towards the United States. That is who Soleimani is. He was the one who should not have, by international law, been able to leave Iran, and he was traveling uh, up to Moscow. That's the guy. Trump got it right. The question is, was it a fair question? Trump didn't think so. On the front of Islamist terrorism, I'm looking for the next commander-in-chief to know who Hassan Nasrallah is and Zawahiri and al-Julani and al-Baghdadi. 
Do you know the players without a scorecard yet, Donald Trump? No, you know, I'll tell you honestly, I think by the time we get to office, they'll all be changed. They'll be all gone. I know. I knew you were going to ask me things like this, and there's no reason because, number one, I'll find the, I will hopefully find General Douglas MacArthur in the pack. I will find whoever it is that I'll find. and we'll, But they're all changing you. You know, I, it's like, those are like history questions. Do you know this one? Do you know that one? I don't believe in gotcha questions. I'm not trying to, you know, quiz you on who the well, worst guy gotcha in the world question, is. Though. I mean, you know, when you're asking me about who, you know, who is running this, this, this. Hugh Hewitt did not like hearing that his question was a gotcha question. He's got a role in the upcoming debates. He's going to ask questions like this of the candidates, and he doesn't want to be accused of asking gotcha questions. It goes against what he's trying to accomplish. And so he was sensitive to that. And in, in a way to test whether his question was fair or not, he asked Carly Fiorina the same question. Now, if you read the headlines online, they went like this. They said, Fiorina answers the question Trump says is a gotcha question. The, the headline said Fiorina answered it when Trump couldn't. And if you just go with that, you're like, well, there, there he goes again. Trump's a blowhard, doesn't know anything. Okay, I want you to hear how Carly Fiorina actually responded to the same question. But are you familiar with General Soleimani? Uh, yes. What do you know about him? Well, why don't you tell me why you're asking? Because, you know, I could go a lot of different directions here. But what, what's, the, what's the issue you're trying to get at? Whether or not he and the Quds Force's behavior will be impacted by the Iranian deal. Substantively, Carly Fiorina's answer was no different than Donald Trump's. Now, did you notice that as she asked for a clarification, Hewitt gave her more information than he initially gave Donald Trump. It kind of reminded me of an old Saturday Night Live sketch with Hillary and Obama in a debate. Unfortunately, Tim, this election is a sham. After it's over, Putin will still be the one in charge, not his successor. Of course. But who is this man? What's his name? Um, Medev, Med... Dmitry Medvedev, Senator Obama, same question. Right. <laughs> uh, Dmitry Medvedev. Correct. <laughs> Senator Clinton, Nigeria's foreign affairs minister. Can you name him? I, I don't know. Ojo Modueque, Senator Obama, same question. Ojo Modueque. Correct. <laughs> Senator Clinton, Sri Lanka's deputy ambassador to the UN. Who is it? Oh, oh, it's um, Prasad. Uh... It's a trick question. That post is currently vacant. Senator Obama. I don't believe there is one at the moment. Correct. <laughs> I always love that sketch because it's so true. That's, I mean, the press really did like Hillary then. They don't like her much right now anyway, but that, that's a different podcast. Okay. Now, I'm not currently a Donald Trump supporter. However, I do believe in being honest with our political discussions, and the internet doesn't really do that well. It's about clickbait. It's about stirring up the comment sections. It's about feeding the trolls. Well, that dishonest approach by the online media is ultimately destructive for our nation. Now, was it a gotcha question? A lot of folks say the way Palin was treated 
was one gotcha question after another. Back, remember that campaign back 2008. Do you agree with the Bush doctrine? In what respect, Charlie? The Bush, what do you, what do you interpret it to be? His worldview. I'm just going to ask you one more time not to belabor the point. Specific examples in his 26 years of pushing for more regulation. I'll try to find you some and I'll bring them to you. Yee. Okay. Sarah Palin was unprepared, especially for that first interview she did with Katie Kirk. She was unprepared. She, time and time again, she didn't answer the question. Well, whether it was a gotcha question or not, she wasn't ready for it. And, and as a result, the media decided she was either ignorant or incompetent or both. And by the way, it wasn't the first time this has happened. It happened to George W. Bush back in 1999. Can you name the president of Chechnya? No, can you? Can you name the president of Taiwan? Yeah, Lee. The new Pakistani general has just been elected. He's, he's a, not elected. This guy took over office. He appears he's going to bring stability to the country, and I think that's good news for the subcontinent. And you can name him? General. I can name the general. And it's? General. Prime Minister of India? Uh, the new Prime Minister of India is, uh, uh, no. Okay, that was in 1999. Now, Bush didn't know Musharraf's name in 99. But I guarantee he worked very closely with them throughout his presidency and actually did a better job of working with the Pakistanis than Obama has done, even if Obama may have known his name. But at this point, here we are, heading into 2016. If you're a Republican running for president, you've got to expect gotcha questions will come, whether it's Hugh Hewitt or someone else. These gotcha questions are going to come. And if you aren't prepared to answer them the first time, the press will decide you are either ignorant or incompetent or both, and then they will tee up the gotcha question after another and drive that narrative home until you become a Saturday Night Live skit. If you're running for president, you've got to be better prepared even at this early stage.